Hey everybody, this is Valerie V, and I am road tripping this week, so we pre-recorded our interviews, and in one second, you are going to see our interview with Robin Kaplan. She is an entrepreneur who has been in business for five and a half years with her current business, and I know you're going to love all of the wisdom that she imparts on us for um, being a successful entrepreneur. See you soon. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Valerie V Show. And today we are continuing our series on interviewing entrepreneurs who've been in business for more than two years and they're gonna share their success with us. So today I introduce to you Robin Kaplan and she is going to tell us all about her business and what led her to have the success she's had today. So welcome Robin. Thank you so much, thanks for having me. You're, you're welcome. Thanks for reaching out and uh, to be on the show because, you know, I, I guess we see a lot of, um, I do a lot of shows and one of the things that uh, a lot of folks really want to know is, you know, I know there's no secret magic to success. It's just a lot of hard work, really. Um, but for all of those folks who are out there trying to get into any business or trying to start a business, what is the sort of the catalyst or what's behind folks who have run a successful business for so long. So why don't you tell us the name of your business, where you're located, and how long you've been in business? Sure. My name is Robin Kaplan. I am the director of Aleph Home Care. Uh, we are a department of the Jewish Federation of Southern New Jersey, located mm -hmm. in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. We've been in business five and a half years, and very fortunately, um, doing very well and building and, and growing and growing um, exponentially every year, which is wonderful. We service Camden, Burlington, and Gloucester counties, and um, we offer one hour of care to 24 hours, seven days a week, and live-in care. Awesome. So that that is, you know, five and a half years, and you're doing well. That is a huge testament to your level of, of success and endurance and hard work because – Getting to that five and a half year mark is tough. And once you're there, you know you're good. <laughs> or you hope you know you're good anyway. Okay, so tell us what spurred you to get into this line of work. Well, I personally have always had a passion for the elderly. It is very important for me to be their advocate um, and make sure they receive the care that they deserve. Mm -hmm. I truly have been in hospitals and in senior communities and at doctor's appointments with senior citizens. And unfortunately, people view them at a, at a certain age that life isn't quite as important, where I disagree completely. I believe that somebody deserves just as much care if they're 95 as if they're 45. And the reality is, is everybody has a story, and those senior citizens are able to share their stories with us. And they often teach us. And I truly feel like it's very important to learn from them, respect them, allow them to age with dignity. And mm -hmm. most importantly, if they can at home, that's really the key. Mm -hmm. But I, I personally have a grandmother who is going to be 98 next month. Wow. And I am at her, her side through it all because I believe every day, week, month, year, she deserves to have if, if that's what she's to be given. So mm -hmm. um, I really believe that age is just a number, that no matter how old someone is, they deserve to receive the highest level of care. 
that's truly the most important thing. And, and, and really, if I know that I've done that, then, then I know that we're, we're going to be successful in our organization. Exactly. And you know what? I mean, it doesn't matter if you're one or 151, we all deserve dignity and respect as human people. I mean, you know, we, we need to take care of the folks that were able to, um, you know, that came before us and led the, led the way and the path, set the path for all of us to be here and to be successful. So that's awesome. Um, tell us one or two things that you believe helped make your business successful. Very fortunately, as I stated earlier, Aleph is a department of the Jewish Federation of Southern New Jersey. Mm-hmm. People trust the Jewish Federation. Mm-hmm. Therefore, when Aleph was created, there was that trust there already. And I feel very fortunate to be working in an organization where people feel they can go to and it's a trust worthy organization. In addition, I know that the business has become successful because clients are like our family. Yeah. We treat everybody like they are one of us. We also treat our home health aides just as, as well as we treat our clients. And the reality is, is everybody has a story and everybody has, you know, issues and needs and medical needs. And just sometimes it's reassuring the families and we take it to the next level. We are on call 24-7, not an answering service. It's one of us. Mm-hmm. And what I would also say is home care is really about reassuring the families. That's a huge component yeah. of home care. It's We can get it right when it's taking care of a client. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure we have the family feeling comfortable with who we're putting in place. And that truly, for me, is, is part of you know, matchmaking and making sure we have the right home health aides with the clients and not only just with the clients, that the families feel safe and secure having those people there. Um, Listening is the key to success. So when a client calls or a family member calls, I will sit on the phone with them. Our office staff will sit on the phone with them for as long as needed. And they, they need that time to, for us to hear them out and for them to know that we're there for them through thick and thin (laughs) days, nights, weekends. And as you said, it takes a lot of hard work and that's really what it is. So, you really have to learn that each client is an individual. There's no cookie cutter person for another, for a client, as far as a home health aide and a client, we have to match, match them. And the, the key is, is treating everybody like they're the only person in your world when you're speaking to them. And that's actually what I learned from my grandmother. When you speak to somebody, you act and treat them as if they are the only person in the world at that time. Oh, that is so nice. And you know what? This, what this, what I hear you saying, and I hear this a lot from our successful business owners, um, and everybody describes it in a little bit of a different way, but customer service. It has to be personal because this is a very personal business. And it has to be, um, and, and, and the good listening skills are part of that good customer service. If you're listening with the intent to answer, um, it, it, then you're already formulating an answer in your head. If you just listen and hear what they have to say, your answer may be a lot different than you think it's going to be <laughs> at first. So really using those active listening skills. It sounds like you're very present um, with people when you talk to them, and I think that's very important. You're not distracted. You're not hoping to get them off the phone soon. You know, <laughs> we are, you're, you're very present. And all of that is good customer service all the way around. 
um, for the families and for those seniors and people that you serve. So uh, to me, that sounds like your, your, your staff and, and learns from you as a culture you have passed down that importance of that listening and that great customer service. And there is no, there's no uh, substitute for great customer service. We just don't get it that much anymore. We don't. And I'm fortunate to have the staff to back me up and and be dedicated and devoted because like you said, this is not a a job that starts at nine ends at five. It's (laughs) it's one of those that people need help and it can happen on a Friday at six o'clock. You know, it it happens on the weekend we can't control when somebody's getting discharged from a hospital or when someone needs extra care. So right. we have to be present and our staff has, it, it has been absolutely magnificent in doing and following through with the customer service. Awesome. Uh, that, it's so great to hear. Uh, and this is why one of the reasons why we wanted to do these interviews, because if you're a successful business there, there is more in the healthcare industry specifically there's more to it than the money. It has to be. There has to be more to your passion for this than just to, you know, make money. It's always about the families and the human element. So I'm so glad you said all those things. So if you were speaking to a new startup today, what would be your best advice? So as we discussed, I would say absolutely do not lose sight of the customer service. That is key. Uh, Treat people like they are your family. Always go the extra mile. For your, for your home health aides, for your employees, for your staff. People like personalized attention. Doesn't matter if it's a client or a family member or a staff member. Everybody likes to be treated like they are an individual and making, the, making sure that we are really listening, as I had stated before. And the other big component I would say is don't get caught up in what your competition is doing. <laughs> don't focus on your competition. Focus mm-hmm. on how you are bettering yourself. Focus on how you can make a difference. Because there, in home care, there are thousands of home care agencies. And there's not a shortage of people needing care. As our mm-hmm. population is aging and living longer, we're all very fortunate to be able to have the, the business and this clients. But never forget why you went into the industry. Never forget how you can make a difference. And don't worry that somebody next door might be doing something that seems innovative. Stick with what your model is. We always say the old-fashioned home care what works for us. It's that mm-hmm. personalized touch. And the, the key is really also to get to know other people in the industry. Mm-hmm. Don't be narrow-minded and, and, and just focused on maybe home care, but other uh, uh, senior communities and hospitals and doctors, nurses, rehab, physical therapists, elder law attorneys. There's so many people out there that are advocating for the same population as we are. And the key is, is that we all work together because these people have such stories and they can help us too. these senior citizens and the elderly. We need to be able to make sure that they're getting all the resources in the community that they need. And that's one thing that we do here is any resource they might need. If I can't offer to them personally, we will find an agency within our organization or even an outsource that will be able to help them. And the key is that we take care of that call because they don't need to be transferred to 10 different people. We need to make sure that we get them the care that they need, whether it's with us or anybody else. So that's really my belief. So absolutely going the extra mile um, and over and over and over again for these folks. Um, Well, I am glad you're out there. I'm glad your agency is there. 
um, because if if it weren't for folks like you, then my parents and my grandparents and wouldn't have the kind of care they have today. So um, I really appreciate all that you've said because it sounds like you are extremely compassionate and caring about these folks, and that's what they all need. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank this you. has been wonderful.